Hello and welcome to HR and Flow's weekly podcast. Last week we had Simon talking with Catherine from Inspiring Change about engaged organisations and we promised you the rest of the chat today. Let's hear what they have to say. So when you've reached the point at which there is a sufficient level of, okay, I think we understand this, what are the first kinds of things that people then set out to do in order to move forward? Okay, a very basic one is getting two-way communication going. Organisations still think that internal communication means communicating in one direction at people and that then you've done your job. And if people aren't responding, you just do it more and louder. So getting two-way communication going is a massive undertaking in these organisations and a very useful thing to do. So that's, you know, level one. I think level two is when you start to look at what is it that our people need from us as leaders that will make a genuine difference to their experience of being at work. Generally, when that question comes up, people start coming back with all the pat answers. Saps, I call them, or sops, whichever the word is, um, to ameliorate people, yeah. make them feel that they're loved, but actually they're, they're inauthentic and weak little pats on the head. Yeah. And we're dealing with adults, not children. So the internal staff satisfaction surveys that people do don't really deal with this. Uh, a lot of my clients have had these done and there'll be something in there which says they want leaders to be more visible and they've taken that piece of information and they've run off and tried to do something with it. Very specifically, leaders wearing high-vis jackets. Well, for example, it's something that's equally as useful. But I've said, well, what do they mean by that? What do you mean? What do they mean by visible? Do you think they might mean they want you to be a bit more authentic? Do you think they mean they want you to be on the shop floor more often? Yeah, that's what they mean. I don't think that's what they mean. Do you know what they mean? No. So it's drilling down into more detail, which is something these top guys are wary of doing because they don't want to disappear into the detail, and they shouldn't disappear into the detail. So when you're you know, at the top, you're on the bridge, you know, there's an enormous great ship beneath you, deep in the bowels, propellers and everything else. How do you know it's all working? If you are engaged with your own organisation, which is a big question, you know, are you just turning up or are you engaged? So the first thing you need to do is be engaged yourself, which can be a scary proposition because it's a massive organisation. And if you open yourself up to that, that can be emotionally really quite disturbing. So you do that. Or maybe you've always been engaged. One of those heartful leaders who've always been engaged. Trusting your gut as to where to look, I will always say is the first place. You arrive at work, you walk through, you feel what you feel. Yeah. You trust your gut. Not to give you the answers, but to tell you that it's time to go and investigate something. Yeah. And what to go and investigate. That's always the first thing. The second thing is to look at your board. How is your board functioning? Are they cooperating with one another? Are they being open and inquiring? Are they coming up with their own points of view or are they simply trying to toe the line? Are they politicising? Are they silo-making? What your board is doing will be reflected all the way down through the organisation. If the board is harmonious whilst also sometimes being in conflict in a creative way, whilst being imaginative, and running things well, and being humane, and looking after goodwill, that's a really very good sign. So those first two things are where I look first. Then the third thing to look at is the stats. You know, sickness, staff turnover, all the standard HR stats are extremely useful. 
But again, I wouldn't stop at the stats. No. I would look at the stats and go, right, let's investigate some of these a bit further. Let's talk to some of these people. Some industries should have a high turnover of staff because of the nature of the industry and the nature of the work that they're doing. And that's a healthy thing. Some industries shouldn't. So work out which one your industry is. Get some sort of a sense of what, what is a healthy set of, set of stats for your particular industry. Those are the three places I'd start to begin with. Okay, okay. Great. Well, this is really interesting uh, hearing your perspective, particularly, you know, the information and how it's informed by that sort of helicopter view, if you like, view from the top, if you like. Any final thoughts or, if nothing else, remember this kind of tips or anything like that? Don't underestimate the importance of your own state and your own well-being on your ability to create engagement and on your ability to help other people create engagement. Great. So, thank you very much, Catherine. So, that's Catherine Royer. And her firm is Inspiring Change. You can get a hold of her at Catherine with a C at inspiring-change.co.uk. What a great tip. Thanks, Catherine. And thank you, Simon. You have Catherine's contact details there. And if you'd like to get in touch with us at HR and Flow, then please call us on 01280 823 702 or email us at info at Head on over to our website, www.hrandflow.com, to read the full interview and more.